Hello, everybody. Are you ready for episode three? Today, we're gonna talk about a new paper from the Journal of Neurosurgery, written by Yumin Jiao, MD from the Beijing Tiantan Hospital in China. Check the show notes for the link to the full paper. The reason for choosing this article is its subject, the vulnerability but also the amazing plasticity of language. In the last decades, it was the area of Wernicke and Broca who received most attention. This led to a one-sided view on language organizations in humans. The evolution of the understanding of language goes way back and it's interesting to see how authors like Broca and Wernicke themselves already suggested a much more complicated language organization as the commonly cited but oversimplified idea of a motor and sensory language area. In another episode we can talk more about that. Now let's focus on the article and their main region of interest the dominant inferior parietal lobe or IPL an area at the temporoparietal occipital junction that is also that also includes the supramarginal and angular gyri it is connected with Broca and Wernicke's area through many subcortical white matter tracts for example the superior longitudinal fasciculus, SLF, the inferior frontooccipital fasciculus, IFOF, and the arcuate fasciculus, AF. Two important facts about IPL. Lesions in this area had a very high rate of postoperative deficits in language production, but it also had a great potential for recovery and reorganization. To study the structural plasticity in this area, these Chinese authors used two technologies. Bolt fMRI, which means blood oxygen level dependent functional MRI, for looking at the cortex lateralization, and DTI, Diffusion Tensor Imaging, for the fibers, for looking at the fibers of the white matter tract. Investigations were done in patients with arteriovenous malformations, AVMs, in the dominant IPL. Dominant means left-sided. So, they selected six right-handed patients who required microsurgical resection of an AVM in the IPL. Before surgery, fMRI and DTI were performed in these six patients while they had two semantic language exercises, picture naming and verb generation. Semantic tests means relating to the meaning of language, contrary to phonological tests that relates to the sound of spoken language. Later, 
AVMs were resected with the aid of neural navigation. All patients experienced postoperative language deficits, but at the six months follow-up, five of them recovered completely and one partially. Now, what did they find? Looking at the preoperative MRI analysis, there are significant mole fibers in the left AF and the left ILF. This is not unsurprisingly for language-related fibers. Other language-related fibers were similar in both hemispheres. Also interesting was that there was a language-related activation in Broca and Wernicke's area in the right hemisphere, already preoperatively. Looking at the postoperative DTI analysis, they find or they found injured left-sided AF in all patients. But all patients also had more activated fibers in the right-sided AF. Two patients had injured IFOFs, but the other four patients had more fibers in the left IFOF. ILF was injured in one patient where it could not be tracked. In other patients, fewer fibers in the left ILF were seen postoperatively. No differences were seen pre- and postoperative for the uncanate fasciculus. FMRI after six months showed increased activity in Broca and Wernicke's area in the right hemisphere. So, to summarize the results, we see after six months a recruitment of the right AF and the light and the left IFOF. We see functional reorganization by recruiting the right hemisphere with contralateral Broca and Wernicke activation before surgery, but even more after surgery. So, what the authors are actually looking for is reorganization patterns. Already preoperatively, we see that the needles here in AVM involving language areas in the dominant hemisphere results in right-sided lateralization of these areas. It could be that due to a lesion in the left IPL, which interferes with the interplay between Broca and Wernicke, leads to reorganization and even though the left-sided stays the dominant side for language, the non-dominant mirror phenomenon suggests that the right hemisphere can play a supplementary role when the corresponding left cortex is impaired. Interestingly, this mirror phenomenon with remaining left-sided dominancy doesn't happen with lesions in the Broca and Wernicke areas. Language dominant IPL contains critical cortical like the supramarginal and angular gyrus, as well as subcortical brain structure, like SLF, AF, and IL. All are involved in language processing. These different structures are differently involved in language. AF is important for both sustaining speech production, 
and supporting semantic integration. Posterior and middle segments of ILF and IFOF are important for language comprehension. These differences probably account for the differences in aphasia that patients develop after surgery in the left hemisphere. Now, what can we learn from all this? AF, arcuate fasciculus, is super important for language recovery. Also, other studies found reorganization of the right AF after lesions in the dominant left hemisphere. Also, an increase of fibers in the IFOF, connecting frontal with occipital parietal lobes, is important as it is the ventral semantic stream of language. IPL can be seen as the connector hub for semantic processing modules. If the IPL is injured, IFOF plays an important role in compensating for the semantic language function. This result suggests that preservation of IFOF may be important for IPL surgery. The results after six months showed the right homologous reorganization of Broca (productive language tasks) and Wernicke (for perceptive language tasks), and Wernicke even more than Broca, suggesting Wernicke's area and IPL may have more interplay. Taken together, these findings provide evidence for functional reorganization of the surgery in the dominant inferior parietal lobe by recruiting right hemispheric homologous regions of Broca Wernicke, secondly, right hemispheric AFs, arcuate fasciculus, and thirdly, left hemispheric IFOFs, inferior frontal occipital fasciculus. Thank you for listening.